Welcome back to another edition of 90 for the 90s. This week, we're talking about the 1993 Jules Schumacher classic, Falling Down, starring Michael Douglas and Robert Duvall. Like that? I think you used classic. Incorrect. You said, you said bomb wrong. Movies. What? Oh, no. You didn't like Falling Down? Uh, I don't think it did well. It was a fucking critical and financial failure. It was a fucking huge bomb. It's not a critical failure at all. It was. Everybody was like, "Ah, the movie's kind of racist," even from the day it was released. Well, that was the yeah, point. But, but now, now that people aren't stupid and can look past the face value of it, you see this movie has depth about uh, does capitalist does, alienation. Does and, it have depth? Well, wow, you're you're saying what I said to you earlier. That's cute. I, I don't, I don't think people will be able to see any of the points that you guys are going to try to make. Because we're looking at this now through the 2020 lens, which okay, kind here of we go validates with you fucking going on a tirade about wokeness. Shut the fuck up! I'm the least woke person in this group. That's stupid. Don't even bring that shit up. That doesn't even. We make have sense. to bring it up. I'm not even making the argument for it. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> this is a movie that in 2020 didn't just not age well. Just kind of fucking became your neighbor. So in okay, that you... sense, it was almost kind of predictive genius. Like, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying there's no way to watch Falling Down in 2020 and not be like, okay, that's the guy who's shooting people up in Las Vegas. That was always the point of the movie, though. And there's something wrong with you if you watch it and think, this guy's the good guy. So I think it works. Am I wrong? Are you supposed to identify with defense here? No. I, th- I think the point of the bomb is that people thought you were supposed to yes, identify the, with defense. I read the fucking screenwriter. He did an interview like for the 25th anniversary of the movie. It was the only movie he wrote. He wrote some comedy cop movie before that in like a short. Anybody cop and a half. Famous. <laughs> it was like Car 24 or something. It was like a comedy. Car some... 54, where are you? Yeah, that's it. Car 54, where are you is substantially better than Falling Down. Oh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good comedy. That was you a really entertaining was. movie. <laughs> liar. <laughs> you watched I've it. seen that movie, dude. Not you, fucking... Jason. That was it clearly has that a fucking, lie. That singer that talks like this. Like, your fucking main character, dude. That movie's awesome. But this isn't about that. This is about Falling Down. Okay? Yeah, but so, he, wrote a, he wrote an article... Well, he didn't had an interview. He didn't write the article. He was the interviewee, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, this, the, yeah, he would. That guy would be a Trump supporter. He's that kind of guy. This is the disgustingness." And he's like, he went on a fucking rant. I could, I have, I could get the interview up. I don't know. I don't know about that. I see defense as more of a a Ronald Reagan type of guy. Nah, well, here's the well, thing. What What's the, the, fuck's the difference? The difference? <laughs> What's the exact, Jason? Good point. You the, you made the exact point that I did at the exact same time. Well, the There's difference no difference is... between the Reaganomics versus the fucking Trump cut. Yes, there is the no old, difference. The difference. What do you think is... he was patterned after? Uh, no, the, the Reagan guy. You just don't say the quiet parts out loud. And this is the movie where he goes from not saying the quiet parts out loud 
to acting out all of the the fucking white male no uh, dude left no. behind power no, no 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 this is where you're wrong okay because if this was just a guy and this is what makes this movie brilliant is we get to have this discussion Okay, you guys thought I was going to shit on it. I kind of led you to think that I was going to shit on it. But what makes this movie brilliant is we just had this discussion where you're interpreting it one way. Jason and I clearly are interpreting it a different way, and I don't think he and I are on the same page either. But the point that I want to make real quick is it's not just a guy that cracks. This isn't the dude that just falls down and just plummets and then goes on a rampage because... You see his mother. You, you learn about him. This is not just a guy that, like, is a normal person that had s- fucking circumstances send him into a direction. This is 100% about the mental health of the middle-aged white guy who, who will kill you but has always wanted to kill you. If the scene with the Nazi doesn't exist, this is one of the most racist fucking movies I've ever seen. But There's the fact a- that they they throw in the Nazi, which is one of the most entertaining scenes of the movie, we're going to say not. it. There's actually he's a lot a fucking of, cartoon character. There's a lot of shit with the Nazi scene with the way the mirror we'll, is. We'll get into it. It's but really in that a whole scene, thing. You remove that scene from this movie, then he's just killing brown people. At the height of the Los Angeles riots in real life. Like, there's too much real life allegory and backstory to not acknowledge that this dude's a fucking racist and has wanted to kill these people forever. You thought, you, you were directing that I was going away where this, this guy cracked. No, my, here's, this guy was always cracked. That's why his marriage fell apart and his wife was like the only one who really knew it and his mother, of course. And through the movie, they make you think that the wife is making it up, but she knew it. And as you go along, like, I don't know. I, I assume some people identify with this guy throughout the movie. But, Dude, you know, uh, it the might people have been who because... identify with him are like actual literal Nazis nowadays. Yeah, this is this is the alt right. This is what alt right became. This is this tea guy party. literally had predicted that this would be a path that the country would go down. And he predicted it in what year? Like 96? 97? I don't even think it was that late in the 90s. This movie was no, 93, was, dude. 92, yeah, 93. dude. 1992. That was how long ago he predicted that, hey, we're going to start seeing this shit. So when this came Wait, out, man, they, it was during the LA riots, man. Yeah, this is exact. This came out. Ex- this is why I wanted to watch. This is why I picked this. Because it 100% is like... And Joel, Joel Schumacher dying right before we do the episode is really... Also, he died right, before... After, after I picked it, so yeah, it was after it. the pick. Shoot, Joel Schumacher sucks. Like he, I, he, I don't <laughs> think there's like Lost I mean, Boys in comparison to like Near Dark. Fucking sucks. The Lost Boys. He put, he put nipples on movie. Batman. I thought his direction in this movie was fine. I don't. It was all man, over the place. I like the Lost Boys. This movie to me, dude, falling down to me was like, I probably will never watch it again. Unless it's in like a ironic Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of way. I noticed a few times you, where there were some like scenes that were done well, and then there were some bad scenes that kind of removed the message. Whether it was intended in to be way. or not, this is a this is a midnight movie. I love that this movie has a mixed message in it. 
It's it's. I feel it's like profoundly the bleak. screenplay did not have this mixed message, but there were some scenes that were the way they were done. It this, gave it this movie bad. is depressing as fuck, and you end the this tagline is literally a, a tale of urban reality. It, that's real. That's it shouldn't be, but it is real. But so can we? It's not we what the movie's about because this guy was literally a white collar uh, defense contractor. That's, that's not urban reality. That's a bad tagline. Well, I mean, it's him and, and whatever, dude. Tr- st- stuck in a traffic jam coming home from the office. I can relate to that. Yeah. I've never wanted to get out and fucking beat up a dude for overcharging for a Coke. but And I also wasn't stalking my fucking well, ex-wife. But I would way, really, like, I would here's really the... like to see this movie with a different director. Oh, yeah, that would that'd be something. <laughs> like actually. Brian De Palma or like what? Like who? Who do you guys think? Uh, I, I think... The Farley Brothers. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm gonna, if you wanted like a real answer, uh, I can't even remember his name right now. He direct, he directed Die Hard Two. Uh, the, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street Four director. I think he would have done a way better job. But that wasn't probably I don't know. I the think answer you were expecting. Is memorable as fuck. It I, is, I, but I don't think it's always memorable in a good way. Like, so I want to talk real quick because I didn't watch this movie a million times as a kid like you guys did because I wasn't raised by a white supremacist. Um, that's a lie. I was also raised by a white supremacist. <laughs> well, I, Sorry. We're talking about the coke scene, and I have a good take. I have a hot take on the coke scene. Um, I watched this movie. This is only the second time I've ever seen it in 32 years, okay? I watched this as a kid, and this movie... To me, as like a horror fan, like when I was a baby, and I and I mean I had I still was in a crib. I had a Freddy Krueger poster on my wall next to my crib. When I was not much older than that, I had the really rare Freddy Krueger yo-yo that was blue. Oh, that fucking, like you're talking about the fucking yo-yo again. When I was when I was in kindergarten, I watched Sleepaway Camp by myself upstairs, and when Angela has a dick. That's a memory that's like in my brain embedded forever. I will never forget my reaction to that. It, this movie left more of a darker impression on my young brain than any horror movie that I ever watched as a child. I well, always well, look back at this movie. like, what was that fucked up movie? I only watched it one time and I never sought it out again. And I talked to you guys years, years ago about it. And I was like, what was that fucking movie? With the dude in the white shirt and the tie that just has a bad day and starts killing people and is trying to see his daughter. That was the way I interpreted it as a child. That's how I remembered it. That's not what 32-year-old me got out of this movie at all. Like, this is not a dude that had a bad day and just wanted to see his daughter. This, this guy was a piece of shit. He's gonna go kill his daughter and then shoot himself he's gonna crisp and water everything oh boy <laughs> i didn't you know what and i would also the like the movie i, I didn't like think he was gonna it. do that and then i was like yeah he's gonna do that that's what he's gonna do i also but, like to see the the systemic part of the movie where the system allowed this guy to be propped up and then brought him down okay I mean, what about it, the, that exists what, what, Okay, well, does that tie into your point about the Coke, Jason? What's your point well, about no, the, the Coke? The Coke can's real good because 
It's like that desire of these right-wingers to want to return to the 1950s. The way he acts in that scene is like he's acting out that desire when he wants to change the price back to how it used to be. That desire of that return. How many times have you heard someone complain about the price of a Coke or something nowadays? Well, no, like you we, hear it all the time. Yeah, in, in isolation, that scene wouldn't be no, that. No, I'm agreeing with, with you. With the rest he of just, the movie and the other shit in the movie... There's really that like that pipeline to the alt right thing going on, which I didn't even know was a thing in the fucking '93. There was like, was there an alt right? Apparently there was. It was just hidden. I don't know how. I don't know how hidden it was. The alt right, like it wasn't a fucking like a big movement. Like I'm sorry, we all grew up. Somehow we all grew we up were... knowing about the Ku Klux Klan, right? Like that has always been around. Somehow yeah. we've always known about them fucking robes, despite how hidden it was, Jason. No, I'm not talking not about sure the alt right thing. Well, what's that, the uh... difference? <laughs> the fuck's the difference? Well, that's what the alt right is. They're like sleeper cells, as in they're they're people that go to work and do their jobs, and you never know. Now we know because you know mask off. Just yeah, you're just you're just able to go be publicly racist and not have any. Uh, are you'd be you, this guy defense would be called a good person by the current president of the United States. He would pardon the motherfucker. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it's disgusting. But thematically no longer we're, we're going to throw thematics aside, okay? We're going to ignore the theme for the next part that I that I want to talk about. I called it a midnight movie earlier. I don't, do you guys agree or disagree that there's parts of this movie that you can sit there and watch ironically? And think that's fucking silly as fuck. And if I was in a theater of like a hundred people, we would all laugh and make fun of it. Or am oh, I the only one that got any not, bit of that? This movie is definitely not like mainstream. You I mean, tweak a couple things in here. This is a grindhouse movie. Exactly. Did you ever, Look, did you you ever had, see you had, Thunder? If you add the uncut Robocop gore to this movie, you have yourself like a I didn't, cult, cult underground classic. I didn't hear the question you asked, Jeremy. Oh, it was a, it was a, it was basically a non sequitur. Okay, we'll move on from that. Talk about that movie another time. I don't do if we say this if we I don't know if this movie had anything to do with like a Quentin Tarantino does it become yes a bigger better movie? Yeah, because Joel Schumacher was gay, right? I mean, yeah. I feel like part like I don't know. I feel like that. Um, that's why it's not on what? that level. I thought it was just because Joel Schumacher's, Joel Schumacher's gay. He can't I don't make know. a good movie because he's gay. That was not a real point. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'm going to get to a real point. Okay. I was trying to correlate something there, and it's not, it's not working. I, I wanted to get into his sexuality with the movie because a lot of people, when it came out, was like, this movie's just a hate-filled movie, blah, blah, blah. And, the, you know, he goes through great lengths to have the Nazi use the faggot word a lot. A lot. And that, that's, <laughs> a lot. that's when you see defense is like, I don't I don't relate to this guy either. That's uh, that what scene. that's There's more the break, I have on this scene. That's the breaking point of this guy who always had it in him, regardless of whether he's a Nazi or not, to fucking start pulling a trigger because. That's when he's like, I'm 100% alone. There is n nothing about me that is human. No one else sits at home and 
fucking doesn't talk to their mom who why do i live with her anyway like this is that's the point when he realizes no matter what he doesn't relate to humans he's a loser and he's gonna fucking kill his kid i have a different yeah, he, take on the nazi scene a much different take my take on society is it's a lot of those people who are like i might support trump but i'm not racist i'm, yeah, I'm not outwardly, no. i'm not if you look at that scene, there's a mirror that plays a very good role. And when he pulls the trigger, it's through the mirror. He, he actually, he doesn't want to believe it, that he sees himself in that guy. When he says, we're the same, you and me, he doesn't want to believe it. But it's fucking true. And he knows it's true deep down inside. And that's what causes the snap. The full-on, like, snap. I... And that is a, a good explanation to the the uh, that's a, what the that's a really right good pipeline. Point. Yeah, and that was I, the best directing Joe Schumacher's ever done. Is that one scene with the over yeah, the top cartoon you're, Nazi? You're, you're spot on. That guy's that guy is fucking great. <laughs> that guy. Uh, it's the best scene in the movie. Well, I I would I don't know that scene or the scene when he wants breakfast. Yeah, that that's a great. Those scene, are too. like the two standouts. A lot of the a lot of this movie's fucking laughably bad, man. But like if you, all of the if you remove all the, the Nazi cops scene, are fucking laughably bad. Robert Duvall is a fucking really well acted self parody. Oh no 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 no! We're gonna talk yes, about Robert is. Duvall and how he's fantastic in this film. He was a really well acted self parody. He didn't even realize how fucking dude. He's a fight. It's the last day on the job. That's the toy. That's the that's the joke. It's a joke. There's definitely so a lot parody. of jokes. There's like parody. There's a lot going on here. But no, but it's maybe Robert too Duvall, ambitious for what the movie Rob, is. Robert Duvall and defense are the same guy. I don't know if you guys caught this. They both lost their family. Look, his daughter's dead. His wife is just fucking out to lunch, but they have a different attitude towards life. It doesn't really get them anywhere differently. It just goes to show you. It's just how it's just it's just how you approach the situation, but it really doesn't change the circumstances all that much. Which goes back to the themes of uh, uh, the system and systemic uh, factors. Robert Duvall in this movie is I think he's great. Saying I have a really good analysis that's probably better than the movie. That's going to take too long that I got to watch the movie scene by scene. Okay, nerd. But Robert Duvall, though, man, his wife in this movie, like, he does not love his wife at all. He's just, he has settled into a life. He got off the, the beat because she wanted him to. This guy is just rolling with the punches and not standing up for himself. And it's almost similar to defense, but not quite. I mean, and defense then, loses his family because he's a fucking, uh, he's a fucking nut job. And but both guys can't get it back. He's on the phone with her and finally finds his nuts and tells her to shut up and that food better be on the on the table. That I didn't get anything out of that. I, was like, I could say That's... Robert Duvall is your standard run-of-the-mill uh, fucking liberal do-nothing, sit around and watch it. I think, I think it's kind of horseshit that you guys can watch this movie with some fucking lens over your eyes to keep yourself from seeing some things that aren't cool to do and called me woke. When you couldn't fucking watch Ace Ventura without saying it was fucking severely homophobic. No, 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 no. Also, Ace Ventura no. was not no, funny. You, no, I didn't say no, not no, no, bring no, up you, the woke no, stuff. No, 
I was calling you out for you're arguing against a point from woke people that nobody ever made. You're arguing against outrage culture that nobody nobody's out there saying this on this podcast about that. And nobody's out there saying that saying this on this podcast. Of course, nobody's out there saying it on this podcast because it's just the three of us talking. But did, I was, did you do any research on the fucking mass opinion about this movie before we did I know, it? I didn't I watch did. a ten minute YouTube video that somebody else made. I formed my own opinion. <laughs> the research was supposed yes, to, you know, give you the broad opinion of most people. What a fucking name of a website. Fucking moviepoopshoot.com, this motherfucker. I'll have you know that the video that I asked you to watch before this was pro falling down and said that people who shit on it didn't understand it. Did you watch the video from Jim Cumshot? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, I actually watched I the Jim Cumshot. Jim, Jim Cumshot. Uh, that sounds like a guy whose opinion we would fucking listen to. Yeah, I I'll remember I that bought that Puppet be- Master set from him. I'll, I'll fucking take Jim Cumshot over fucking uh, that fucking no-jaw dead bitch that didn't have a good opinion about a movie ever. I watched a few videos about it, and while they had decent analyses, I didn't. I disagreed on a few points that didn't tie into the, the main point I would make. And then how about you release a fucking movie with some special features, and I won't have to fucking go find some information about it online. Well, there's a digi book Blu-ray apparently. Well, read in the interview with that guy. I think this uh, fuck. We need to get him on the goddamn podcast. He could fucking. He probably wouldn't <laughs> like any of the dead, people. Right? No, the guy who wrote the movie. He just did an interview this year. Oh yeah. Let me but get it's him the on twenty-five. The, it's the twenty-fifth anniversary of like a few years out. Was, but no, for real, year? this movie is not. This movie is um not woke, and there are times where it doesn't feel like you're supposed to root against him at all. And I do, yes, I agree with you that... I would like to blame Joe Schumacher for that and his fucking wishy-washy directing. What did Joe Schumacher have to say to his brother that <laughs> caused him to do that? Oh, shit, Joel. I, I, I just... I, I, I took the L out. You can put it right in front of this movie. But no, you're right, Andrew. This movie is flawed in, in a lot of ways where... The social commentary doesn't quite hit, and they kind of make like the ethnic people's broad stereotypes, like the two, yes. the two, um, the two, the Mexican guys in the car. Yeah, like, what the fuck. That's you just had... right out of a fucking cartoon. You had a scene where this fucking obviously fucking secret Nazi is sitting there spouting off about fucking rights and. America, America, and blah blah blah. And I was gonna just mind my own business, but now you guys fucked with me. Like this, that was clearly okay. This we're moving along. This guy, he's whether what he wants to admit it or not, this is a fucking piece of shit, racist, alt right uh, asshole, and he's gonna fucking hate crime somebody right now. And then you cut to the people that he hate crimes, and they're like fucking cholos and lowriders and like how with a Grand Theft Auto three fucking Uzi, <laughs> like what the fuck. <laughs> Oh yeah, my opinions and, don't deny that this movie was poorly made in a lot of fucking places. I'm looking at the overarching. Uh, so to call the movie racist, I don't think is is off base because it was that's certainly a racist depiction of of a, of Latin Americans in 1992. Well, yeah, everyone's a fucking stereotype in the movie because I don't think this guy actually has much depth in writing. But I believe, I, I can see that some dude. Shit. 
the he may not have guy even known is, when he uh, wrote the fucking is, movie. Is Wuhan from Chester? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's another. The guy he steals the bat from. It's like you might as well have buck teeth and a fucking Raiden hat. <laughs> they should have had a uh, Mickey Rooney portray him in the film. <laughs> With the race at, like, in the <laughs> yeah. fucking Breakfast at Tiffany's See, man, type if, shit. If only we had some pull, we could get this uh, screenwriter who wrote one movie to, uh, come on. Uh, what else? There was also... We need um, 30 more listeners for that. I thought well, actually, I like, that guy was really an actor. He was in The Big Empty, which I like. But the one really, like, the one minority who isn't a piece of shit, like, broad strokes, villain type guy is that the, the um... The black guy with the uh, with the sign out in front of the bank. Yeah, that's like the only the remember me guy. Now, are we supposed to remember him more than the every other fucking thing that happened in this movie? Is did I just accidentally stumble upon some really fucking in depth writing with the you may have? He says it later. I'm not economically viable as if he was identifying with this guy. Like or he was relating to the to the black oh, guys. Oh shit! They, you just opened up a fucking pathway. Had for they me had here. the same, they had the same, they were on the same platform. He 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 was feeling like a victimized white man, minority when he's when he's not, you know. What you're huh. saying is he gained some sort of consciousness, class consciousness, but a false one. That's a fucking in depth theory that could really be fucking. Holy shit! So, yeah, does he remember this? Does he remember this black gentleman who's being arrested for just peaceful protest when he doesn't decide to commit a hate crime against a kid who helps him shoot a rocket launcher? But I thought that's, choosing a black kid to teach him how to shoot a rocket launcher was again yeah, that's also pretty racist. Fucking dumb. <laughs> that part is fucking stupid, not of character to the guy. Like, what, at what point has this guy ever had... He doesn't say anything else like this in the entire movie. And then he just turns into a different person like, Oh, I'm making a movie. It's called Under Construction. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw it on TV. I, I like that What fucking TV actually. show? What the fuck is... Where do you see how to work a fu- that exact fucking rocket launcher on it? That was absurd. Yeah, what did that... you think, Andrew? As a kid, did you ever watch... um? Fucking, now, now if uh, my analysis... Arlie Emery teach you how to use it? <laughs> well, actually, as a kid... On mail I call? Mean, here's the thing, dude. When I was a kid, I watched a movie very religiously that actually, uh, in depth, taught me how to use a rocket launcher. It's called Pauly Shore's In the Army Now. And uh, anybody that knows anything about In the Army Now, which is a movie <laughs> that we will get into, um, I, I knew how to use a rocket launcher at a very young age. I could have helped this gentleman <laughs> with his rocket launcher needs. You press the fucking I, button. <laughs> Point it that way. <laughs> like Come that on. movie even demonstrates the incorrect way of using it. So learn by Pauly Shore's experience. <laughs> but no, actually, this has really changed my whole fucking video essay. That he has uh, established a false consciousness. You're welcome. Oh, that's fucking, that's something. It's discussion, man. It's great. I don't know but which, all, I don't know, I still don't know this... what channel I need to put that on. I don't know if it fits on our channel. But all this everything leads... we produce goes on our channel, Jason. Yeah, but, but that's, that's, yes, that's, my shit's a little... that's an off the air discussion. But this leads, so ultimately this leads to him gearing up and 
completely going crazy and running into the house and shooting a cop, the female cop, who Robert Duvall clearly wants to fuck. Off-screen shoots, too, by the way. This is very unimpressive. Yeah. I don't... I don't. I think that's a character turn that was too far to the other way. And then they, they tried it, like... I don't know. I think that's where it kind of turns. But, but the ending scene on the pier is great, so... Oh, yeah. The, that end is fantastic, because Robert Duvall had found his nuts and got his moment on the beat, too, you know? If you watch this after watching Colors and just pretend he doesn't die at the end of Colors, it's a sequel. Think about it. No. Think about it. I don't know if I've ever watched Colors, man. That's a quote from the movie. Really? Think about it. Think the racist guy. Yeah. This was actually used. What? (laughs) No, this isn't a fucking sequel to Colors. I'm I'm fucking joking. (laughs) No, I know. Cyclone. He said it was Cyclone B. No, I was quoting him saying, think about it. That's what he says over and over again. This was actually used. Think about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it would be right for us to use the K word that he says a bunch no, of times. No, we're not, not going to do that. Which one? <laughs> Which word of his do you think is inappropriate? I would like to uh, know. <laughs> I'd like to think pretty much all of them. Yeah, pretty much. That, that character was a cartoon. It's, that character's on a, on a podcast on our network. <laughs> yeah, uh, just about the language. <laughs> you know that I was thinking that watching this, I'm like, man. Uh, when I, I was a that kid, character in fucking reality. <laughs> yeah, when I was a I was a kid, I was like, this guy, this isn't. This guy gets I, it. Right? That's what. No, 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 no. I thought it was funny because it was absurd. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) But but as an adult, though, that guy's closer to fucking people. I have actually like when they when they fucking when they show their true colors, man. Dude, dude, I've that guy in the last week, man. That Nazi was on our dad's pool team. <laughs> there's no, there's no way else to look at that. That guy was that guy played pool with our dad at the bar. Yeah, my dad played pool with your dad. Yes, yes. And, and that guy, <laughs> they played at a place called D Country Tavern, and it was just filled with racist white dudes. And let me ask you, how how often do you think our fathers disputed this guy's fucking rhetoric? <laughs> Ever? Zero <laughs> times. There's no doubt in my mind that if I watched this with my dad at any point, he would have been like, you know, he's got some points. <laughs> he's making a point. <laughs> like that. Come on. There's, there's two guys in there. Were come on. My, at my dad would have paused the movie and been like, he's right about those fucking faggots. You better never suck a dick. Like I literally play after I fucking promised I never I would. I literally got my aunt so worked up she almost mentioned the Jewish question. Like, What's that? Uh, how many Jewish guys have you dated? No, you know the Jewish question <laughs> how many, that, that how Adolf many? brought up. <laughs> what what? What's that, that was Hitler's whole point of being able to organize in Germany was the Jewish question. What's the Jewish question? I don't have an answer for it because I don't think it's a fucking question. 
I'm just glad my dad died before I what got to see him live to be a Trump supporter like your dad. Uh, you know, it's rough. I didn't have to sit through that. I didn't. But yes, you can we, pretend that he wouldn't have. You can always <laughs> do that. I don't never know. have to face the reality of it where everyone I, I in your was, family showed was, their true colors and you kind of don't like any of them. I was once faced with a phone call wherein I was persuaded. I didn't do it, but I was persuaded to lie to police and say that a black dude my dad beat up tried to sell me drugs. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> a thing that happened to young young me once, okay? So, like, I want people who are listening to this, watch this movie if you've never seen it so you can really understand when when we say these things, we're fucking speaking from experience, all right? We aren't just fucking guys that watch the movie, okay? And that this, this movie is probably the most important movie that we fucking have on this list because of everything that's going on in, in this world right now. And you need to be able to see it through the lens of 2020 in order to not make the same fucking idiot mistakes. We were raised by defense, but we aren't defense. And if you identify with defense or with, with let's say, it, with, with a Donald Trump, if you see it out there on the news and you're like, oh, this guy's keeping it real. Stop you, what you're doing and <laughs> fucking go to a psychiatrist. You are the thin line between defense and the fucking Nazi guy. Period. There, was, there was no line. Well, there is a veil that fucking he hung yes. in front of it. You have a veil, whether or not you want to admit it or not. Just because you, you don't admit that the thought patterns are fine doesn't mean you don't have them and they're there. Most of these people would be what, what would be called the good German. They didn't ask questions when uh, their neighbors were being drug away. They didn't do none of that. They were the good German. And I've met too many good Germans since Donald Trump's presidency. Defense was a good German. Yes. Up until the end. Just like the leader of those Germans decided up until the end, when he was no longer in control, he would fake his own death, fall into a pier, and then go to Brazil. You think there's a falling down too where he's in Brazil? <laughs> What a fucking out of touch movie that would be. The hero. <laughs> Matt falling falling down too, still falling. <laughs> falling down. And, uh, defense is up against uh cocaine drug lords. No, it's and, called getting up and it's him with like on the like it's commando. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end he gets put on the cabinet of of the president of the United States. <laughs> he wouldn't be in his 70s right now. He would be right there with Donald Trump. Imagine him as the fucking White House press secretary. Um, imagine him holding, holding one, of the, one of these fucking Brazilian drug dealer guys by the throat with a knife. He's like, the only color I see is red. And he cuts their throat. He just It's just the racist Rambo. <laughs> yes. Which, uh, I mean... I don't know. 
Whoa, what are you saying about John Rambo here? What the fuck? What was that? What are you saying there? I just said that movie would be the racist no, Rambo. Jason. Where... Jason had like a pause there where he was fucking accusing Rambo. Of, well, I mean, come you on. See, have you seen the sequels? They were he was saving POWs from the bad guys. What? It's yeah, I'm not going to. Well, I don't believe. I'm not going to. Ho Chi Minh wasn't gonna have wrong. You call, I'm not going to have you call Rambo racist just because he kills all of Burma. They were bad. Well, that's the newest one. I mean, were they bad? That's the only one you can even remotely call racist. The newest one. When he went in and uh, executed the North Vietnamese, the freedom fighters, heroes. Okay. Under the guidance of Ho Chi Minh. Look, the newest Rambo movie. Dude, Rambo would not support Donald Trump. No, he would not. Rambo would shoot Donald Trump. Thank you. Okay, so we don't even have to talk about that anymore. In the new Rambo, he's fighting car- a cartel, which is can't be racist because the cartels are real. Yeah, and they're really bad. So, where do we fall? Where, yeah, where do we fall on this movie, man? Because honestly, oddly, disgusting, it's, disgusting, it's oddly it, important of a movie this is, for right now this for has some been reason. Probably the most fun discussion we've had so far on any of these movies. But I don't really think it's a better movie than a lot of the movies but the fact that we had the discussion that we had and i don't know man there are some really memorable character actors in this movie some really memorable scenes but i think we have to say that michael douglas is fucking spellbinding in this movie you forget it's michael douglas he is so good in this movie and I think that's, that's the strength of it. There's some really polished performances surrounded by some really fucking cartoonish shit. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how the movie isn't like, like Dude, the watch best, Wall Street, but the question you can get out down. of it. It's like, I don't know. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's Dude, like... Michael, here's, here's something that we need to also remember. Michael Douglas comes from this kind of fucking family. Oh yeah, was actually, like a founding member of the NRA, dude. Ooh, yeah, you're right. I don't oh, know I how much of that. this. I don't know how much of this is acting. Oh, oh, oh wait, <laughs> uh, that takes it. That that makes it not fun now. <laughs> <laughs> when we're gonna I talk Michael up. Douglas, I wanted to bring that point up. So at work, okay, I have a, on my on my computer. I changed the background of it to the last movie I watched. I've been doing that lately. And I put this one up there for like half the day, and I was like, mm, "I gotta take this down because this is this just picture of this guy looks bad." Two things will happen. All right, one group of people are gonna see that, and they're gonna be like, "Did you see that fucking racist in the mailroom?" And then the other group are gonna see that, and they're gonna be like, "That's we gotta." I didn't know that. Uh, we got to get him to show us his KKK membership and then invite him to eat lunch with us. Like, those two things would happen. Like, I don't think there's any middle ground because not enough people even know about this fucking movie to to have that, like, you, oh, you hey, put falling down. <laughs> he put red suspenders on him and it fucking <laughs> changes the image. <laughs> That's funny, too. <laughs> Knows I might make some new friends. <laughs> Come on the podcast, talk about his views. I mean, I would, Chester, I would. 
I would gladly talk to anybody as Chester Norrington. I want you to meet my friend Chester. Have some exposition. How long before they got it is is the joke? I guess. <laughs> Never. They I would don't... be like that. Chester guy really. He's really got some a good head on his shoulder. Chester has a mind of his own. I can't speak for him, but I do know that when I am in control, it is to fucking destroy the people that he is burying. And I don't think I. I honest to God, I think if we share the new episodes with people, they would not get the joke. They would just be like, "Okay, this guy's I, this guy's on the level." Like we ignore the aliens and we ignore the cartoonish buffoonery. I think what we did with Chester and Tommy is kind of allegorically similar to falling down. Like, it needs to be taken in whole. You know, you have to put the whole picture together here. And then what if somebody was like, yeah, I listen to that podcast, but you see who the fucking family is? (laughs) <laughs> I guess really good acting job is that Chester guy, but you know how much of it is true. <laughs> it's just fucking wild, man. But yeah, like I would be really curious to, to hear like a commentary with Michael Douglas or something about this to see what his opinion is. Like, does this glorify gun violence to the son of a founding member of the NRA? I don't think Kirk Douglas is actually a founding member, but the dude was fucking the face of that fucking... Charlton Heston? No, he's in there too, man. There's a lot of weird Ronald Reagan types that started the NRA. Charlton Heston's also in Wayne's World, so... Wayne's World 2. Well, you know, the NRA's fine (laughs) with... uh, Remember when they they banned guns under Reagan? They're fine with it. Okay, I don't... Okay. You mean like the one time that they ever tried to ban a gun when, when black when the, people were, were using them? Yeah. Which okay. which is odd. It's, I mean, it's I don't think anybody ever fucking <laughs> I don't think anybody ever thought that the NRA was not racist. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I guess if if you've been around the NRA, you already know. Yeah, the R doesn't stand for rifle. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's funny. All right. Where, 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 I don't know, man. Like before we had this discussion, I was putting it above ace and below everything else. Wait, what'd you say? I was trying to get my list up. Falling down, I said before this discussion, I was putting it above ace but below everything else. Uh, okay you know I'm going to say it's in a similar position to Candyman a movie that tries to make a big point and is like spotty Candyman okay. I thought we all agreed was not spotty and if it wasn't for those points the overall movie is next to worthless that's the same thing with this fucking so, movie this movie is not better than Candyman no I don't on think my it's better box, than Candyman I don't know if you guys have that letterbox shit, but I gave I do. I gave Falling Down four stars, and I gave Candyman three or three and a half. I don't quite remember. But on this list, it's not above it. That's my personal list, and a lot of that's nostalgia for this movie. But it's not above Candyman, and 
I want to say. So right now, certainly not better than Point Break. No, Point Break's number one right now with a bullet, as of right now. So we have Point Break, Candyman, Waterworld, and Ace Ventura so far. Okay, better than better than Waterworld. I don't even know about that because I enjoy Waterworld so much outside of the fucking singular main character. Yeah, I was ready for Waterworld to end though by the but time I, also, I got to the finish also, of that I thing. I also think the discussion this movie brings up is worth some weight. I would give. I would, we had a I would way put better Ace discussion from this movie. Yeah, I'd put Ace at the bottom. I would put Waterworld next, and then I would put Falling Down, then Candyman, then Point Break. Bottom okay, I, the I agree with that. Yeah, that's the only reason that I put this above Waterworld is because of Michael Douglas versus Kevin Costner. That's why I brought up Michael oh, Douglas's d- performance. D- 100% better acting in every way. But how much of that is acting? How much is that? How much of that is acting by either of those men? Costner clearly thinks he's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Definitely. it's really which which one would you rather watch in movies? And Michael <laughs> Douglas has what so many. Michael Douglas is way far far better. <laughs> like. So many like, more, like how many more Kevin Costner movies have you liked? That's the only one <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Waterworld, and he didn't get throat cancer from eating so much pussy. All right, that's a Michael Douglas thing that I can relate to. Oh yeah, hell yeah. I forgot about that. That's a good point. He's a man in the. He's a man with similar interests. Kevin Costner, I'm not sure he's ever eaten pussy. No. That, He's, He's too stoic for that. He gave it that look. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Kevin Costner probably has needed the blue pill since he was fifteen. If I had a, if I had a vagina, it would fucking it would dry up like a raisin if he gave me that look. Any sex with him is fucking rape, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. There's nothing consensual about Kevin Costner. Well, I mean. Like, now, if we're watching gonna, if his we're movies bring rape isn't even consensual it, to me. We got Joel Schumacher in this movie. He's he's not a rapist, is he? Lost what? Boys. Was he, was he was he me too? No, I don't think. But he did the Lost no. Boys, and that's the no, only just, thread I'm wrong working just, on. No, no. What the fuck? Lost Boys is good, man. I talked shit on it earlier, but no. I just, look was, who was in the Lost Boys, and you you know the truth. You saw oh, the documentary. Yeah. Oh, oh! Uh, another guest of our podcast. Are you saying that Joel Schumacher and Watch Corey Feldman Charlie Sheen go to town between some trailers? I don't think Charlie Sheen was in the Lost Boys, Jason. He was no, Charlie Sheen is that he's it's the wrong uh, '80s young children movie. I'm just saying he was there to watch. I didn't say that it was generally. <laughs> what? He's just like, hey, are you fucking Corey again? Let me get my, let me get my fucking, uh, what was that card? Never mind, I fucked it. Fucking Corey while Corey films? All right. That's fucked up. That's fucked that's, up. That's going to be our ranking. And you know what? I, you know what movie I wish we would have put on this list? What Copland. movie? Copland because it's Copland's really... 99 isn't it I think so yeah that is I thought that was a 2000 movie Copland was definitely something that could have been in the running well, that is said, so... the list was always going to be imperfect because of how many movies were in the 90s yeah but do you know how relevant to the time Copland is right now that movie and is literally like the plot. Well, how could we predict dude, Stallone put this. so much of himself into that movie too dude he took like a huge pay cut to fucking do it 
Unappreciated fucking Stallone, maybe. And Just that's think- why I say Rambo isn't racist. Because of Copland. Because Stallone. Well, just just think about you're saying this movie's relevant to this time. This time didn't exist when we started this. We were still having like a an okay time. Some would say this time has always existed, and some would say that there were some people in the communities who were not having a good time. Jason, I mean, we were having a good time because we're white. Yeah, I'm still having a good time. <laughs> Other than the part of uh, having someone cough on you and you die. Yeah, no, I, I mean, guess we did make this fun. list before COVID, didn't we? Yeah, yeah this list is really <laughs> it's weird. To, it's weird to think that you know, fifty episodes ago, how how different the world was when we started this thing. Uh, but we have to keep barreling through to a time capsule of a decade that, after watching Falling Down, maybe wasn't so great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, there's the ranking. Okay, I have a. A pick for the next movie that might be a little lighter. What well, is your I'd turn? Love, I'd love a lighter pick at this point because it's been heavy. I was eyeing up Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, you recently bought the 4K. Are you just using this set podcast as a way to get that 4K out of the way and watch that movie? I really want to watch it. Yeah. All right. We can do that. I but also, I think it's Park. relevant to some things that are happening in the mainstream news and <laughs> yes, the world right now. Point. Which maybe actually, when I said light too, movie. <laughs> your scientists were too worried about what they could do. They never stopped to consider if they should. It can be applied to a lot of fucking people right now. Actually, might not be a light episode, but hey. <laughs> Those fucking dinosaurs still look good. I wonder if they do on 4K. Well, just think just, just think of how the lens of, of viewing everything has now changed, and you'll get to see that in real time with this series. Yeah, because, you know, the last time I watched Jurassic Park was probably six months ago before the world got so shitty. It's, it's actually spectacular. Like, we're documenting history right now. <laughs> 90 for the 90s, a.k.a. 90 movies that we can turn into fucking COVID-19 and trucks. I can't wait to talk about how fascist Lloyd Christmas is. <laughs> <laughs> wait till we get to Back to the Future. <laughs> I don't think that's on there, is it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Was but that in the damn, 90s? Back to the Future out, 3? Damn. Yeah, it came out in the 90s, dude. Shit, yeah, I thought that was 89. Just... No, nope. it's the only one that came out in the 90s. It came out six months it was going to be the worst two, right? one. Isn't that weird? Yeah, some might say it isn't. Some I people like the would. third one I, a I lot. Didn't say I didn't like it. I said it was the worst one. Why my don't we say the least? It's good my one? least favorite. It's it's like one of the only trilogies that are all good. Yeah, literally all the movies. I like them all, even though they're kind of like throwaway. Why? There's nothing throwaway about them. I mean, they're just they're just movies. They're not like. Just not just movies, dude. I like them. They're huge. What do you mean they're just movies? They have nothing dude, to I, say? Dude, I still think Back to the Future is like a genuine, like, awesome thing when I see it. Like, when I'm like, whoa, Back to the Future. It's, a, it's basically about, about a kid who's trying to stop his mom from fucking him. <laughs> yeah, and really setting up his the Freudian. sexual... 
his father is a sexual predator, like <laughs> spying on her. And the only way he wins her love is by stopping her from getting raped by an even bigger sexual predator. <laughs> now, when you put it such, like that, such a good movie. And meanwhile, you know, Doc goes back to the 1800s and uses his superior dialect to fucking mind rape a woman and trick her into marriage. Yeah, weird he would go back to a, a time that was comfortable for him, huh? <laughs> also, what's he do to hang around with a high school kid anyways? There's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, we're, Those we're are not just a, throwaway movies, man. We're going to need a Back <laughs> to the Future episode. Those are, those are movies like the those movies are founded on like rape, dude. Like, I just I can't wait for our next series, two thousand from the two thousands. Uh, no, we're definitely not doing that. I can't think great. of twenty movies from the two thousands that are worthy of our time. <laughs> There's no like nineteen nine 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 Chronicles of Riddick X versus Server <laughs> Knock Around Guys. <laughs> uh, too yeah. fast, too furious. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Battlefield Earth. Oh, it was 2001, wasn't it? Uh, That's what, like, any movie that I would like, people did, would just shit on. I wasn't even joking about Knockaround, guys. <laughs> That's, like, the best mob movie ever made, dude. Great okay, I'll say, I'll say it then. Re- the, the the top movie of the 2000s, we didn't have to do it, is Ready to Rumble from 2000. Yep, right there. That's number Kick one. Off. Top 10, uh, Ready to Rumble, Detroit Rock City. Oh, fuck, that was 99, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, that better be on our 90s list. I think that what made f- our 90s list. It has to. I, I remember going to bat for it pretty hard. That movie made Kiss into more of a big deal than they are. Actually, I think that's what you said there is kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't think you understand how big Kiss was. <laughs> Psycho Circus in the 90s. That movie happened yeah, because they were big, Jason. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Kiss, Kiss's 90s resurgence when they put that face paint back on was fucking catastrophically huge all right i was a huge kiss fan when i was young i had all the toys and shit i regret not having them now they're on mad tv man i had these well we got way off creatures of the night you know somebody who probably would fucking relate to this guy despite being jewish gene simmons i could see gene simmons falling down Are are you seeing are you saying gene simmons is a crypto fascist that's exactly what i'm saying it's, oh, all about, it's all about money for Gene Simmons. I don't he would, think, he think he would Simmons bust up a, people either. He would bust up a bodega over a fucking overpriced Coke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he would do something about some Coke. <laughs> this Gene is my Simmons money. Never done, Gene Simmons has never touched a drug in his life. Dude. Yeah, I, know. I bled for this money. Now, are you putting Gene Super Simmons' names? Are you uh, putting Gene Simmons' names in echoes with your dog whistle here? <laughs> That that's a little joke about uh, how you're you're saying this because he's Jewish. Weird how you were saying that because of, uh, <laughs> that Joel Schumacher was gay. You had a lot of interesting things to say. Yeah, <laughs> I was making a joke because he did the Lost Boys. And what of it? With the two Corys and their. Truth. I know. Fucking over-explain the fucking thing, why don't you? If you have to explain a punchline, it's not a good punchline. Well, no one watched that fucking movie. The, That's the fucking dog. Not, it's also not true. The Lost Boys? That's a fucking widely considered massive hit and classic. It's very popular. They made two sequels like 30 like years later. the documentary? 
What? Of the two truths of the Corys? Oh, what? That's what I was talking oh, about. The doc, you, oh, the truth doc. The truth doc, okay. Well, nobody watched it because it wasn't real. It didn't exist. It no, was we, a fabrication. We watched it. No, I don't, didn't. It I don't believe you. <laughs> I talked to Corey Feldman. That may I, still exist on a YouTube channel. They deleted as a unlisted the, the, the private movie. Never video. existed. No, it may still exist on one of my YouTube accounts as a private unlisted video that only okay. you guys. You're have not getting the to. joke. You're not getting the joke. <laughs> anyway, so, we gotta wrap oh, this up. I feel like there's a lot of discussion there. That probably means we aren't doing enough regular freaks of nature podcasts. I, there's. A, I really want to talk about. Uh, the Dennis the Menace and how Christopher Lloyd is a fucking just bizarre character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit. That, that that character is like three episodes worth of fucking shit. We're gonna save that That's for a lot to unpack. something. But this has been ninety for the nineties falling down, and we sure have. And next week or next episode of this series, we're gonna do the nineteen ninety three classic. Jurassic Park.